This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I welcome members of Messiah Lutheran Church, guests, friends, and visitors to worship this day. I want to invite you, if you don't have a home church, to make Messiah Lutheran Church your home. We worship here on Saturdays at 5.30 p.m. and on Sundays at 9.30 a.m. In the absence of in-person gatherings, we've been worshiping at 5.30 p.m. on Saturday and at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday via YouTube and Facebook. Beginning the first weekend in July, we will resume our in-person gatherings here at Messiah Lutheran Church. And we want to welcome you. We want to invite you, rather, to join us at 5.30 p.m. when we do on Saturday and at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday, the 5th of July, when we worship God in spirit and in truth.
reading from Jeremiah, the 28th chapter. The prophet Jeremiah spoke to the prophet Hananiah in the presence of the priests and all the people who were standing in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen. May the Lord do so. May the Lord fulfill the words that you have prophesied and bring back to this place from Babylon the vessels of the house of the Lord and all the exiles. But listen to this word that I speak in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people. The prophets who preceded you and me from ancient times prophesied war, famine, and pestilence against many countries and great kingdoms. As for the prophet who prophesies peace, when the word of that prophet comes true, then it will be known that the Lord has truly sent the prophet. The word of the Lord. A reading from Psalms with Psalm 89. Your love, O Lord, forever will I sing. From age to age, my mouth will proclaim your faithfulness. For I am persuaded that your steadfast love is established forever. You have set your faithfulness firmly in the heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn an oath to David, my servant. I will establish your line forever and preserve your throne for all generations. Happy are the people who know the festal shout. They walk, O Lord, in the light of your presence. They rejoice daily in your name. They are jubilant in your righteousness. For you are the glory of their strength, and by your favor our might is exalted. Truly our shield belongs to the Lord, our King to the Holy One of Israel. Welcome to Children's Time at Messiah Lutheran Church. Today, for Children's Sermon, we're going to look at the Gospel reading in which Jesus uses the word welcome six times. So I'm going to ask Samuel and Nathaniel, who are with me today, if they know of any language for the word welcome. Bienvenidos is Spanish for welcome. Carrebu is Swahili for welcome and is spoken in Tanzania and Kenya. And Benavu is French for welcome. Good. Every culture has a word for welcome. And what Jesus is saying in the gospel for today, he's saying that we should be welcoming people. By that he means that for, in Christianity, we should be hospitable. We should be hospitable to strangers, we should be hospitable to guests. We should be hospitable to visitors. That's what it means to welcome, to bring them into our group, to make them a part of who we are and about what we are doing in the world. So I want you to remember today that Jesus wants you to be a welcoming person. And Jesus wants you to be a welcoming person. And Jesus wants you at home to be welcoming people, people who welcome others into the love, the mighty love of God. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the 12, whoever welcomes me, you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person 
will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. Sanctify us in your truth, O Lord, for your word is truth. Amen. Our world is vastly different from first century Palestine, where and when Jesus sent his disciples in mission. At that time, the Christian church was non-existent. All that existed was Jesus and a small group of foot soldiers striving at best to make a difference among Jews in Palestine. Unlike us, they were Christian pioneers. Most, if not all of us, at Messiah Lutheran Church, that is, belong to Christian families that go back several generations. We are inheritors of the faith and are a majority religious group in this land. In America, approximately 76% of a population of almost 330 million people identify themselves as Christians. As modern day disciples, Jesus sends us out to spread the gospel. Unlike the first disciples, we have to be creative in mission. Yet one thing, one thing remains the same. Welcome. In the gospel before us, Jesus used the word welcome six times. And when I hear the word welcome, I immediately begin to think of hospitality. Hospitality is perhaps the best way to grow the faith. Now, a bit of history is important at this point. If not for acknowledging our past, then certainly as a, as a, a message of caution. Lutherans have for ages relied on the bedroom to grow the faith. We make babies, we baptize them, they become a part of the church, and the faith grows. But when there are no babies, and when those recently confirmed quit identifying with the faith, 
the church declines. In our postmodern society, mission presents unique challenges. Instead of us taking the word of God to those outside the church, it is our experience, or my experience rather, that the outsider challenges us to show kingdom hospitality. As an eyewitness, Matthew saw how Jesus treated people. He was hospitable to all who approached him. And he emphasized the importance of hospitality as a mark of the reign of God. Matthew learned that hospitality is discipleship. Hospitality is welcoming others into our lives. It is listening to the stranger, sensing needs, and responding to them without judgment, but in love. I want to share with you an experience I had several years ago in Guyana as a parish pastor. One day, we were gathered in worship as we are. And during the sermon, a man came through the door carrying his belongings in a sack. He was poorly dressed, as you could imagine. He smelled obnoxious. But he felt the need to walk in all the way to the front of the sanctuary making his way all the way up the chancel and to the table where the sacrament was laid out. And then he proceeded to move towards lifting the veil that was laid over the sacrament. At that point, I stopped and I turned to him and I said, what are you doing? He said to me, he's hungry, he needs something. So I said to him, moved over to him, and I ushered him back and I put him to sit in the first pew. And I said to him, now you got to wait a little. We'll get to your situation in a little bit from now. And I proceeded to preach as I was doing when I was interrupted. A little after, he got up again and says, he can't wait, he needs to have something now. So uh, I said to him, 
if we're going to help you, then you have to sit down and wait. Now, all this time, he's doing that. <laughs> no one moves to him to calm him down or to help him out or so on. Uh, and then after I was through preaching, I went down to him, gave him a few dollars, and he went on his way. Now, that wasn't the end of the story because he kept coming. He came the next Sunday and he did the same thing. And he kept coming the following Sunday and the following Sunday. Members found it disruptive until I asked them one day, do you know what is his name? And none of them could say his name. And I said, his name is Michael. And I said, where else must Michael go to receive compassion and kindness or help? Where else? The church is a symbol of hospitality. When we open the doors, it is an indication that we will be hospitable and that all who enter therein will be received in love and compassion. Welcoming the stranger is welcoming Jesus. And welcoming Jesus is welcoming God. We cannot be selective in our welcome. Jesus said, truly I tell you, whoever or whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers or sisters of mine, you did for me. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 40. So we welcome all in Jesus' name. The gospel we have received and share is a word for all people because all have sinned and fall short of God's glorious standard. Romans chapter 3 and verse 23. God seeks to save all people, not some, but all people. So, do not let sin control the way you live. Do not let any part of your body become a tool of wickedness to be used for sinning. Instead, give yourselves completely to God since you have been given new life and use your whole body as a tool to do what is right for the glory of God. Remember, Jesus was not interested in building a church. 
That's what we are doing. That's what we have done over the years. Jesus was not interested in building a church. Jesus was interested. He was committed to building the reign of God. He was committed to changing hearts and lives. And he invites us. He asks us. He calls us to do likewise. So welcome others in Jesus' name. Make the outsider an insider. For that is most needed in America today. Amen.
Let us pray. Called into unity with one another and the whole creation, let us pray for our shared world. God of companionship, encourage our relationships with our siblings in Christ. Bless our conversations, shape our shared future, and give us hearts eager to join in a festal shout of praise. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of abundance, you make your creation thrive and grow to provide all that we need. Inspire us to care for our environment and be attuned to where the earth is crying out. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of mercy, your grace is poured out for all. Inspire authorities, judges, and politicians to act with compassion. Teach us to overcome fear with hope, meet hate with love, and welcome one another as we would welcome you. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of care, accompany all who are in deepest need. Comfort those who are sick, especially Heidi, Jay, and Marilyn, and most recently Eileen, who had surgery. Befriend the lonely and abandoned. Strengthen those who are in prison or awaiting trial. And renew the spirits of all who call upon you. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of community, we give thanks for this community of faith. Give us passion to embrace your mission, the vision to recognize where you are leading us, and teach us how to live more faithfully with each other and in the world. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of love, you gather in your embrace all who have died. Keep us steadfast in the faith and renew our trust in your promise. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Receive these prayers, O God, and those too deep for words. Through Jesus Christ, who taught his disciples to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>